What I want to try to do today is put ourselves into the, the, the consciousness or the emotional state of this leprous man. What he was experiencing, particularly before his approach to Jesus. Again, in the time of Christ, those who were lepers were outcasts from society, considered impure. They couldn't touch others or be touched. They had to go about allowing everyone to know that they were coming by yelling, unclean, unclean, as we heard about today in the first reading. And so you can imagine, besides the, the physical pain that may have come with his condition, there was also a tremendous amount of interior shame, maybe even self-hatred for who he was, that loneliness, that questioning that comes from being an outcast. And so understanding that, you can know, or we can know, that he would have experienced this fear in approaching Jesus. To one degree, yes, the fear of breaking the law and approaching someone who wasn't leprous, but also in his shame, that fear of being judged. What, what if Jesus looks down upon me? What if he condemns me? What if he casts me aside? In the same way you can imagine in other individuals who would approach Jesus, that woman with a 12-year hemorrhage, a 12-year hemorrhage which would have rendered her impure, the shame she would have felt and the fear in approaching Jesus, or even the woman caught in adultery. When Christ comes and she is so worried that he is going to condemn her also. We can understand what this leper might have experienced. And of course, in a certain sense, the courage to overcome that fear and to encounter Jesus. I think that I can sort of understand or maybe in a way explain what this leper is going through because in my years as a priest, I have encountered it so many times in people's own experience of their sinfulness and their attitude or approach towards receiving Christ's mercy in confession. Of course, if we have a conscience, sin is going to bother us, but in particular for people, it sins against the Sixth Commandment. Whatever type of sin it might be, these sins tend to produce a tremendous amount of shame. You can say it because of the church or society, but I think there's something almost written into our human nature. This feeling of impurity, the shame of having committed a sin, this worrying that other people are going to find out about it. They feel outcast. They feel worried about being judged, particularly when it comes to being judged by Christ or even judged by the priest. There's an amazing amount of turmoil, of beating themselves up, of wondering why they struggle with this, of self-hatred and shame. And so it's my own experience in working with people, I can about imagine that there indeed is that same connection with the person who felt the shame in approaching Jesus because of his leprosy and how often people feel and the fear they have in approaching the sacrament of confession, particularly for the Sixth Commandment sins, because of the shame and self-hatred they feel. And so I wanted to be able to sort of 
give a story. But the problem is, so often when it comes to the sacrament of confession, or always the sacrament of confession, I can't break the seal. I can't tell you what people said. So, I chose to do, after this sort of inspiration for the homily, is I talk to an individual who I know sort of exemplifies this, and speaking in very broad strokes, this individual gave me permission to talk a little bit about her experience. Her experience as a Catholic, but still committing sins against the Sixth Commandment, and the tremendous shame that she felt in committing that sin. In fact, she said, in relation to the Gospel, that she felt like a leper. She felt disfigured in her soul and maybe even in her body because of these sins. Feeling like an outcast from Jesus. Feeling like an outcast from God. In fact, at the point, and again, maybe a lot of people know this, that she didn't even want to go to church. Didn't even want to go to Mass because she felt so unworthy, so filled with shame, even to be in God's presence. Even to be in the Lord's presence. But, fortunately, she was over able to overcome that fear and approach me for confession. Supposedly, I'm intimidating. I don't know why that is. I'm really a nice guy. But, she did. Approached me in confession and came and spilled everything out. The sin, the shame, the self-hatred, because I've been at this for a while and I know what confession's about, wasn't there to judge her. In fact, I was so proud that she overcame her shame and said, listen to her and very willingly granted her the Lord's mercy. Spent quite a bit of time in listening to her sin and listening talk about everything that she had encouraged. And so after that confession, she described to me how she left feeling so free, maybe like that leper in the gospel, willing to go tell other people about the Lord's mercy, of knowing that the Father loved her. And that's something that I had expressed to her. Listen, the Father loves you for who you are, not for what you do, and is willing to grant forgiveness over and over again because he sees your goodwill, and he realizes the fact that you are trying. We're beset by human weakness. We're beset by a number of different things that I'm never going to turn you away. Now, granted at times, I said to her and I've said to others, I might encourage you to avoid that near occasion of sin. Not connected to leprosy. We've come to find out, understand over the course of the past, let's say 10 or 15 years, that strangely enough, armadillos tend to be the creatures that promote and sort of give leprosy. So if you don't want to get Hansen's disease, don't play with armadillos. So in the same way, we don't want to feel that shame, that leprosy of sin, and maybe we ought to avoid certain near occasions of sin. In the same way Jesus said, I'm not going to condemn you to the adulterous woman, but go and sin no more. In fact, she said that after she left and received the Lord's mercy, her friends came to her and said, you look different. You look like the leper who had been cleansed and changed and transformed. And so that feeling of relief, of living in the Lord's mercy, of knowing the Father's love, I think can be connected to what that leper felt and to what we see him go out and proclaiming the Lord's mercy and living in that joy of being restored to wholeness. This is what 
confession can feel like. But we've got to be willing to overcome that fear of being judged, of being looked down upon. Now I can tell you from my perspective as a priest, imagining myself putting myself in Christ's position. What did Jesus experience whenever that leper came to him? We often think in a certain sense because the gospel doesn't necessarily tell us about our Lord's interior state, that maybe Jesus was just sort of stoic. All right, here's another leper here, three Hail Marys, get out of here, you're cleansed. Go talk to the priest. Now, sometimes the priest has to rush you through confession if we've got 30 people in line, but I can say in that personal encounter, the Lord was delighted to show this man the Father's mercy, to heal him, to grant him that forgiveness. He felt a great joy and a great happiness, that connection with the man. How do I know this? Because this is what I experienced as a priest, particularly in thinking about the person I told you the story. This is a person I dearly love and care about. I know that they struggle with what they go through. But again, I love them for who they are, just as a father loves the child for who the child is. And even though the child may make mistakes, does it make you love them even less? Possibly makes you love them even more if they're willing to come and admit their own mistakes and to receive the mercy and healing of the Father. And so I, as a priest, and you can ask any other priest, takes a great joy in forgiving people's sins and bringing them the Lord's mercy. And letting them know that they're not judged, they're not condemned. And that's how I know, or I can guess, to enter into Christ's own internal state of what he might have experienced. And so keeping this meditation in mind, I want to make it sort of a challenge to us here. Because I know that for Catholics today, confession can be a very frightening thing. Strapped with our own shame and our own judgment for all kinds of sins, particularly sins against the Sixth Commandment, we might be very hesitant to go to confession, fearful that we're going to be judged. And maybe reach out and talk to other people who go to confession on a regular basis. And they'll tell you that's not the case at all. There's a great freedom and restoration that comes from going to confession and receiving the Lord's mercy. And I can show you from my own part that I never tire of granting mercy. I understand how weak human people can be. I'm human too. I understand what it's like. And I'm happy to receive mercy when I go to confession. And so to make it a point, whatever you choose to give up during this Lenten season, your chocolate, your sweets, your, your Coke, it doesn't matter what it is. Why don't we make a choice to give up our fear, to give up our shame, and to be able to go to confession particularly haven't been in a long time, to receive the Lord's mercy and love and know that restoration, that healing, that joy that comes from being forgiven. Amen.